Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Crucian crew. Usk. Lizard man, Druid. Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roe Black Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn, the ever changing performer. Drathan, inspiring leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients, can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened to the Crucian crew last time? I can do that. So we entered into the facility, we're all invisible. Uh, we came across two people talking. We decided to follow the one that was going right because it sounded like they were going to the basement, which sounded more interesting to us. We had a puzzle room to solve, which, if I remember correctly, was ultimately solved by us just pulling every single leather possible and eventually not killing us. Uh, we continued to follow the lady. We went down some stairs. We found a glyph that was in the dust with Mother Caldona and a monk lady who was charmed and tethered to Mother Caldona going into a room that had some very nice smelling meat to Usk but probably smelled foul to everyone else. And we ended the episode with Usk jumping off the stairs into a position where he can hide and dispel the glyph. Right, uh, the only the only slight difference there is Mother Caldona wasn't tethered to the lady. Um, she was just tethered to something in that room. Mother Caldona. Oh, so. my bad. Sorry, I understood it wrong. All good. So, yep, that's where we pretty much ended last episode. The door shut. You heard the screams. You smelled the meat. What do y'all do? Uh, so, Uskis just made his jump, correct? Yes. Uh, I will find somewhere to hide from where I've jumped to and cast Dispel Magic on the glyph. Or attempt to, at least. This looks like powerful magic on the floor, doesn't it, Alex? It does, yes. Uh, I will then... There's no plants here, so I'm trying to cast it at 6th level. So if it's lower than 6th level or lower, it's automatically dispelled. Otherwise, I have to do a check against it, I believe. It is dispelled. Perfect. And I will usher the guys to come in as I'm now no longer invisible. You all see a magical light that sort of highlights the glyph on the ground. It lights up, and then it just kind of fizzles out. All right, so we can't see Mother Caldona? Like they went into another room? No. Or? Correct. Yep. Okay. This is just a square room. Um, it looks like there's some storage equipment in here, but you know, it, doesn't see, it seems more utilitarian than anything. It's yeah, beyond the door is where she's at. Okay. So I'll go up and say, Rosie, can you check the door? Sure, I can do that. I'm gonna walk up to where the glyph was and just kind of like poke the floor a little bit, <laughs> like with uh, I don't know whatever I have that's a little bit longer, the sword or whatever and uh, make sure that it's actually, like, taken care of, because I don't trust it. Nothing happens, right? All right, nothing happens, no. <laughs> Good. Okay, good job, Osk. And I will go down the hallway. Um, is there anything along the way, like other doors or anything that I need to be concerned about? Just the one at the end? No, this just the one at the end. Okay, so I will walk up and, I don't know, check for traps, I guess? Uh, are, are we sure we should be going after or looking at her exactly no what do you mean <laughs> well i'm like i don't know about you but uh all of that you know massive amounts of poison um you know it it, it, it wasn't great uh, all I, all i'm really saying is 
maybe we should just do some spying as opposed to what um what you traditionally do drayton <laughs> we will first check it out and see the situation that's why we are invisible yes yeah yeah i just i i just thought i'd remind us all of our a really sticky predicament before we start to try and kill you know demigods again we thank you for it. your concern but that's why we are here okay so, okay. so uh, <laughs> rosie goes ahead and <laughs> checks for traps and i get a 10 oh. on my investigation all right as you uh, search for traps you, you pull out your little equipment do your I, I don't know how she's doing it, but I imagine that part of her trap kit, she has like a bit giant spyglass and oh, she's absolutely. like looking through it. Like the size of her head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's looking down for traps all around the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, she doesn't see anything. She also has a little stool that she pulls out and so she can stand up higher. Oh. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like one of those little like folding ones. So it folds down flat and then it kind of scissors out. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and she just kind of flicks it with her wrist and it pops out. It's extremely sturdy. You like how we're just inventing stuff for your character? It's, just, it's great. It's perfect. I love it. She turns into like a little Mr. Magoo almost. It's great. Right. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, you search your traps, you don't see anything. Okay, so I, I'll go... Um, did anybody follow me or did I walk down here by myself? Yeah, I, I would have already walked in, actually, so... Okay. So nice. I would turn to you and go, it looks fine to me. All right. Is everyone ready? No. Usk does a thumbs up from behind his barrels because he's not invisible anymore. <laughs> <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. It was your choice to follow. You do not have to follow anymore if you wish not to. Uh, w- w- We'll see how this goes when we go in there. Very well. And I'll open the door. All right, you open the door. You see a large room. Um, One thing you'll notice about everything in this place is it seems to be very kind of boring in its design. Everything is just kind of a square of different sizes, every room you've been in so far. There's nothing interesting about the way it's really shaped. However, in this room, you see there are a number of tables that could be, look like they've been used for different types of uh, magical experimentation. Um, you see six total, three on each side. Um, think of these tables almost like if you've ever taken a chemistry class and, you know, those long tables that they had with the, yeah. So anyway, you've got those um, six on each side. There is space on either side of the tables to move around. And on the tables themselves, like I said, there's some equipment. You'll also notice that there are some bodies. The equipment itself looks like it was similar to what you've seen when you were in um grandling and uh, like the soul sucking equipment certain variations on that what you've noted what you really notice here though is that the equipment is not well taken care of it seems to be scattered and like it's in certain places broken and destroyed as though there was some some kind of violent altercation that happened here though you'll notice that there is some well actually that's it that's all you notice without some kind of roll rosie thinks to herself wait have we been here (laughs) 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 so we don't see mother caldona oh oh, yeah no 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 No, i'm sorry i I was just so into describing their room (laughs) (laughs) so 
in the the back of the room, you'll see there is a um, uh, looks like almost like a makeshift throne of sorts that's been kind of cobbled together, um, and it seems to be covered in some kind of viscous, oozy sort of substance that seems to be like pulsating and moving. Sitting on that is Mother Caldona. And you see the monk that, or the, uh, the yeah, monk of St. Allegis, or <laughs> the monk of St. Crowley, uh, <laughs> who had been talking with her, like kneeling before her and chanting something very quietly, some sort of maybe incantation. You're not sure. It's a, a language that I don't think any of, no, none of you speak. All right. Do um, they are seem there... to have noticed us as we walked in? We're invisible. Only us oh, not. Oh, well, well, that doesn't necessarily mean they didn't notice us. That's true. There's Those magic from the other room still. Yeah, they don't seem to have noticed you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. No, you did open the door, though, so Mother Caldona's head pops up right as the door opens. I'll get off to the side real quick. Um, just, I guess, around one of the, the tables. Like, So you said that it's split down the center, kind of like a classroom, right? Mm-hmm. So is there room on the sides of the tables as well? Okay. So I'll just I'll be as stealthy as I can going around. Yeah, I would Just dive. In case she like <clears throat> shoots a blast at us or something. I don't know. I would dive for the table off to the left, just to be underneath it. Okay. Usk would be sneaking up to the door because he's still in like the middle of the other room. The twenty-five. Yeah, uh, and damn, and Lynn wouldn't have entered the door at all yet, seeing what's inside there. Uh, they'd be hanging outside the door. Yeah, Rosie doesn't, you know, think uh, or have but- any sort of self preservation instinct it seems that's okay um <laughs> she's a f- she's a lot of fun um a r- real quick drathan um aren't you in armor don't you do stealth at disadvantage yeah but i'll be at regular invisible. because i'm uh oh invisible, invisible. okay so. cool just wanted to make sure all right same cool. thing i'm technically at disadvantage because i have a level of exhaustion right or did that level ex- of exhaustion go away did we rest between the avalanche and now you did so. not. I didn't think so. Okay. You guys went through an avalanche, then got gassed by a bunch of acid, and then are like, hey, I'm going to go fight um, a BBEG. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's the way we roll usually. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm invisible, so 16 for stealth. Okay. So um, what happens is Rosie goes... Uh, where, where are you stealthing, Rosie? I'm going to the Drake left under a table. Okay. So Rosie goes to the left under a table... Drathan also goes to the left while uh, Usk comes up to the door unseen. And I'm sorry, Lynn, what were you doing? Um, also going up to the door? Uh, yeah, they would be on the outside of the door, not entering that room at all, especially seeing what's going on in there. Um, so kind of hiding on the outside of the doorway, just kind of observing until um, what they see as the inevitable happens where uh, Drathan sees this abomination and probably tries to um, murder or cleanse or rectify this in some way, um, which seems incredibly unwise. But anyway. <laughs> so, and, and Usk, to, to be clear, are you also on the outside of the door or have you entered the room? I'm on the outside of the door. I wouldn't be going in because I'm not invisible. And then I need to see where I'm going beforehand. <laughs> okay, see, cool. like a path to All right. sort of thing. So... What's going to happen here um, is Drathan is sneaking by. They're trying to. He's doing a good job for Drathan. 
Um, <laughs> but it still seems to, as you're, you're moving along, there's just a slight rattle of some of the garbage that used to be magical equipment. And Mother Caldona's head shoots up. And you see the uh, monk also has her head turned around and is looking at you. Her eyes now seem to have that almost viscous film running over them. And like the viscous bubbling sort of pinkish film. The monk or Mother Caldona? The monk does now. Um, So what's going to happen here is, first of all, Mother Caldona is going to raise her hand and cast a spell. Go ahead and give me a DC 18 constitution saving throw okay me oh drathan drathan sorry drathan okay dc 18 con 22 nice so you see some dark energy fly out of her hand um as she casts the spell um her her skin seems to almost like bubble and pulsate as though and, and and the energy of the or excuse me the uh viscous substance behind her seems to also pulsate in rhythm as the magic shoots out of her hand toward drathan she seems to know exactly where he is it hits him as you can see the outline of him you're gonna take 38 points of damage okay so i'll take half of that because i am resistant to spells just in general just spells Yep, due to my aura of warding. So. Fucking paladins. Well, that's handy. <laughs> Damn. Well, if you stay within 10 feet of me, you're resistant too. So. Well, I'm just under a table um, close to you, so I'm assuming that's within yeah, 10 you're feet, within. unless it's a freaking long table. <laughs> okay, so. All right, everybody okay. go ahead and give me an initiative roll. Okay. Don't mind me just looking up my next character. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam, you've already had you've had the most experience in changing characters, so <laughs> should be used to it. <laughs> yeah, you know we're, we're practically experts at this point of uh, <laughs> making characters on the fly. So yeah, it's cool. That's a twenty for me. Seventeen. I got eighteen. I'm I'm just so concerned about this number that um, yeah. the game likes to call my current hit points. Um, those are. <laughs> Those are far less than optimal for uh, for lich slaying. Um, I'll just say that, you know. <laughs> just, I wonder if the room's big enough for a giant ape to fit in. Uh, we can try. You know, I find um, that when you polymorph <laughs> into a giant ape, it just kind of fills the space available. So um, well, the only we're a little bit underground, so I don't want to break the room up too much. Yeah, it's okay. You know, like. Like, like the ape will expand in there. Will the ape be able to do anything? Maybe not, but they'll definitely fit. It was a 15 by 15 foot space. Yeah, it would be able to fit in there. It's going to be a tight, you know, um, it's going to be a tight fit, though. Everyone would be uncomfortably Ma- close main- to it. <laughs> Mainly by height, not by anything else, really. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find. So if you just lay on your side and like bat at her like a cat. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just dive across the floor and give them a hug. Make their side really uncomfortable. <laughs> you just need more love in your life. Or sorry, in ape speak, so... Ooh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Mother Caldona will go first. She sees um, whatever his name is, Drathan, and then she... Cast another spell. Go ahead and give me a DC 
18 wisdom saving throw. Okay. 21. You son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So you go over there, and or uh, she casts a spell. Doesn't work. She yells out in rage, and then actually she stands up, and that's it. That's the end of her turn. Drathen, it's your turn. Okay. Um, how far away am I? What are you trying to do? Um, well, I want to get close. So. All right. Yeah, you're you're able to get up there in one turn without a, a dash. If you just want to close the space. Okay. I will get up there, so I'm away from Rosie, and I will cast or not cast. I will use radiant consumption. I'm just going to go all out. Um, so I start to fill with radiant energy and mm-hmm. everything within a 10 foot radius of me will take um, some sort of radiant damage. What's it called? Radiant consumption. At the end of each of your turns, you and each creature within 10 feet of you take radiant damage equal to half my level. Um, in addition, I can do extra damage, radiant damage to one target. Um, so I guess rounded down, rounded up. So rounded up. Yeah, so that is actually my action. Um, so, so how much damage is that? Um, so it's six damage to them. Uh, you're a scourge, Asimar. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it only took us this long to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> that that hurts us, by the way. So be careful. Right. Yeah. Not that's saying why that's he a moved away. To all of us seeing him. <laughs> It also hurts me, but I'm resistant to it, so it still hurts. But <laughs> um, and then I will also throw out a branding smite for a bonus action, so that doesn't do anything yet. Um, just okay. on an attack. And what what kind of energy is this? Radiant. Again? Radiant. Okay. Cool. All right. So five or six points of damage. Okay. Yep. The uh, monk seems to be affected by that. Mother Caldona, you're not sure. Okay. All right, and now that it is... Is that the end of your turn, Drayton? That, that's the end of my turn. All right, it is now your turn, Usk. Okay, uh, Usk will walk into the room and then turn into a giant. <laughs> <laughs> Very original move, I know. <laughs> uh, that is his action, though. To do. Okay. Um, uh, he'll just use and the, the monkey's movement to get right up in their faces and take awesome. damage from the, the bright light as the monkey. <laughs> is it possible all right uh oh never mind you're giant ape you can't get away never mind i was going to ask if it was possible to move yourself so that you wouldn't be hurt by the bright light but uh, i feel the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay and now it is your turn rosie mm, i'm still invisible but this invisibility ends when we do stuff. So, mm-hmm. I think my best bet is shatter. That hit all of us? That's what I'm checking on. It's a 10-foot radius sphere. How much space is Mother Caldona taking yeah, up? Yeah, you would, you would, I mean, if you're centering it on her, I mean, she's taking up the normal amount of space. Uh, so if she's only square, five foot, but, okay. Um, so if they're on either side, there's no way to, nah, uh, uh, um. <laughs> okay, so then I'm going to try Scorching Ray. Let's just go all out at level three. 
So that would be... No, yes. No, we'll just do level two. Three, three rays of fire. And is that... Uh, it's an attack. That It's an attack, so you're going to have disadvantage on that because there's a giant monkey in the way. And also a shining bright light of a paladin, so it's obstructed. <laughs> well, that's what I said I'm doing, so we'll do that. Um, okay. Okay, so that's three of those. So that's one, two. Oh, disadvantage. I should be rolling. Okay, so that's one. That's a nine to start with. Let me hit disadvantage. All right. Um, and then the second one is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. For three fire damage. <laughs> Mother Caldona is in so much pain. And then nine to hit on the last one. That also misses. So two of your three Scorching Grays go wild because of the blinding brilliance of Divine Radiance and a giant monkey. I hope you two can do better than me. I will bardically inspire uh, Drayson this time. Go, Drayson. You're so bright and shiny. You can do this. Aeos is with me. I hope he is. We need it. (laughs) (laughs) So what can I use bardic inspiration for? When you go to attack, you can roll an extra D. Oh, wait, what level am I? D6 for you, probably. D8. Cool. All right. So, Lynn, something you hadn't noticed before, but as you're on the outside of the door frame, you mm-hmm. see this slithering... It looks like that pink ooze that, that is just that viscous substance that is all over the chair. It comes over the upper frame of the, the, the top of the door frame and comes down and reaches out and attacks you. Um, it, it, 16 can, it can see me? I, I'm, I'm still invisible? See. Yeah, it can see me? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, a 16 does not hit, but... Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> um, hold on. All right, uh, 21. I'm assuming that hits? Yeah, it does. It does hit. Okay. All right. Take uh, five points of bludgeoning damage and two points of psychic damage. Psychic? Is that just because it's really gross? Ouch. And, part of it. And just because I, 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 I need to... Uh, and that, that drops. No, that doesn't. That, that's we're good. We're good. My my invisibility stays up for me, even though it can still see me. Oh, oh this is no good. <laughs> that, if it can see me like this, it can see me with greater invisibility, and that was gonna be my next thing I do. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, then they All have right. to go on the attack. What's that? I'm oh s- yeah. No, most certainly not. So. Um, I do not need to go on attack. Thank you very much, sir. I can do many other things than attack things. All right. So, um, so then the creature, or not the creature, uh, Unis, Unis, who's the monk, who you didn't know her name, but I'm going to use that now because we'll need to differentiate. Um, she turns and is, looks at. Do, do, do I get a turn is it in lens between first? them? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot you getting beat up wasn't your turn. Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me getting beat up wasn't my turn, thankfully. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Hideous Laughter on this ooze thing. Nice. Um, so it's going to need to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay. Uh, DC 17. Okay, give me a second. 
Oh wait, what kind of spell is hideous laughter? Uh, enchantment. Okay. And is it? It's is it a technically a charm spell? Uh, it, it doesn't say charm anywhere in here. There no. are actually some caveats, which actually might apply to this that I didn't think of here. I'll just post it. A creature of your choice you can see within range perceives everything is hilariously funny and falls into a fit of laughter if this spell affects it. The target uh, must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone. Um, a creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Um, at the end of each okay. of its turns, it, it take or each time it takes damage, it must make another wisdom saving throw. It has advantage if it's uh, triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. Um, basically, I'm trying to get this thing to go into a fit of laughter and shut it down until somebody else can kill it or I can run away. Um. <laughs> so you cast the spell and it seems to have an effect where the, the thing is like you hear a <laughs> at that kind of level like vibrating out of it. But you'll notice it's still moving as though it's a bunch of ooze. So how is it going to fall prone? <laughs> so it, it, it does, is now. Does it look like it has become incapacitated, like the 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 I would like it to be? No, no. It, it looks like it's it's now more horrifying because it's going and and probably going to cause you damage. Oh, I, I've made this worse. Um, uh, this is so much worse. Okay. Um, so that that's my action. Uh, my bonus action. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, please help. And uh, that will be my bardic inspiration as I bardically inspire the monkey. Um, so you get a, a extra D10 usk for the, for the monkey. Um, yeah. And as um, that really hurt when it hit me last time, I'm not going to move away from it um, because I have 27 hit points, guys. I'm not very I'm, I'm not very happy with this whole situation. Um. Yeah, that's Lynn's turn. Okay. I mentioned that. <laughs> I, I mentioned this going in that I assumed everybody else had almost as few hit points as I do as we all took that damage. I healed though. So, I healed myself though. So. <laughs> several monkey forms. That's my back. So Yuna, there you go. So Eunice, the, the monk, with her viscous covered eyes, turns and um, looks at what's your name uh usk usk and uh drathan and raises her hand and casts a spell a, a large number of rays shoot out in a 60 foot cone and it's multiple you know just a lot of colors it's just very pretty it's like a rainbow you may say um, so go ahead. Oh, hold on. I'm going to see. First of all, you guys need to give me a deck saving throw. DC 20. Everybody? Nope. Just those two. It's a critical fail for the monkey. <laughs> no uh, point you... using the inspiration on that because it won't save me. Oh, yeah. yeah no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> oh, I can use it, though. I will use my inspiration. Well, you got 18. Or, oh, no. It's 20. Uh, right. It's 20, right? It's, it's a D8, uh, Don't right? you get the, the little buff on saves because of the paladin-y goodness? Or is that only us? That's, yeah, I only have a plus two to my decks. So. Six. Okay, so I pass. Okay, so... Rosie did good! Inspiration. Yay! Sweet. <laughs> okay, so I rolled an eight to determine what kind of ray is hitting you both. 
and an eight means that you're actually hit by two different types of ray. So I get a roll twice again. So, Yay. A three, which is, let's see, is yellow. And then a 1d8. So you're both hit by lightning damage. And since you got two of the same, that's 20d6. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not enough to down the monkey in one of these. <gasps> well, that'll down Drathen. Man, I, I rolled was... dog shit. Look at all those ones. Um, take 64 damage, half to Drathen. All right, so half to and then an, another half, and then a half for Usk as well. So Usk only takes thirty-two. Why is that? Oh, because you're, you're... it's a spell, and I'm and he's definitely ah. within my range. Because right, so yeah. my concentration oh. track's going to be a fifteen, isn't it? Because it's like half a sixteen. Oh, for polymorph, yeah. Yeah, I, I make it on twenty-one. Whew. Nice, and I, I should point out Usk doesn't take that initial six damage because it's only at the end of my turn that people take damage. Oh. So. I will gain well, six so nobody more. Yeah. Oh, no, no. So, yeah. Everybody else did, but they, us, right, right, they were us came in after. Right. Okay, cool. All right. So the the uh, monk did that and did uh, a moder- moderate amount of damage to you. Uh, no, and I rolled so many ones. So many ones. Um... Five yeah, ones. but you also rolled quite a few fives. It looks like you know, and yeah, two, two sixes as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy unless these are all four and above. So <laughs> statistically, you did a okay. Um, just, yeah. Just beat you. You did over half the total number of damage you did. Oh, I know. I know. All right. So anyway, uh, that was Eunice's turn. We're gonna go back to Mother Kildona, who. That's how you spell it? That's okay. <laughs> what? I've been spelling it wrong for a while. Starts with a K. Well, it, a lot of uh, the names have kind of changed the spelling on depending on your pronunciation because you guys end up changing the pronunciation. I just go with it instead of correcting you every time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Under my pronunciation, uh, it would be C-A-L-D-O-N-A. Yeah, I did, I did that with a K. So, I mean, yeah. what? Kim did, but with a K, so. Yep, and that's why I've changed her pronunciation cool. to just Caldona, because you guys keep saying that, so. Um, <laughs> Yay, all right, so. Go ahead. All right, um, go ahead. So, she then casts a, uh, Mother Caldona casts a spell, um, and I need the monkey and Drathen to give me a wisdom saving throw, DC 18. Uh, 30 with the critical. Holy crap. Plus four from Drayson. Plus four for me, yeah. All right. So uh, the monkey is now frightened and must Uh, take a pass. I get plus four from Drayson, so I meet 18. Oh, 18? Okay. Damn. You guys are stupid butts. Um, Okay. (laughs) So Mother Caldona... um, then is pissed off and she goes ahead and hold on where's it there we go um at the monkey who didn't run she casts another spell or that looks to be another spell at the monkey 
Um, go ahead and give me a DC 18 wisdom saving throw. It's a six, <laughs> but it comes a 10. I have a bardic inspiration. So let me Do see it. if I can. D10. Oh. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm 17. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So suddenly in your head, Usk, you start thinking of everything you've ever done wrong and feeling just absolutely terrible and awful about it. You start feeling physically weaker as you're, you take 50 points of psychic damage. Is that half from Drayton again, or...? Yeah, it'd still be half yeah. from Drayton. So, 25, and then a con save of 12. Make it. <laughs> okay. Um, now, go ahead and roll me a d4. Okay. Two. All right. Every time, um, as you were thinking some of those memories and thinking of all those terrible things that happened, you started losing some of your happier memories, some of the delicious rotten meat you've eaten, your brood, and you're going to take two points from every attack, spell, um, or saving throw dice roll that you make from here on out. Okay. Wow. Oh, so not like like the worst thing that could possibly ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> Two points from pretty much everything I do. Yeah. Is that just if I when I go I go back into us? That's oh. going to persist, isn't it? What's that? When I drop from monkey form eventually, that's going to persist into us. Because it's psychic. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, that's... You guys have been too too much of a challenge for me. I had to actually up my game here a little bit. Um, and by that, Mother Cowdoin's getting a monkey fisting in a minute. <laughs> I think we have a title. Monkey fisting. Alright. We're all going to die and now I feel even dirtier. Thanks. Oh, wow, well, I'll make it even worse. We can we can make it like just completely bad with the title and do like alliteration, because you could do like monkey fisting mother. And that just, it just flows right off the tongue, you know? Um, I love that. I love that so much. All right, there we go. Title lock. It's these weird dirty titles that seem to draw more traffic here. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, All right. All right. Drayton, it's your turn. Cringe. All right. I'm going to attack with the 18 to hit. Who are you hitting? Mother Caldona? Uh, Mother or? Caldona, definitely. Okay. 18 hits. Okay, so eight, so six bludgeoning, 12 radiant total, plus another 11 radiant. So 23 radiant damage and six bludgeoning for that attack. And then I will also pop off a level two smite. Try to end this as fast as possible. <sighs> Sorry, still didn't write down what a smite does. So. <laughs> Paladin. Uh, two two D eight. Uh, at first level, and then every level you go up, to you shoulder. get an additional D eight. Okay. And it does radiant damage. Okay. So, all right. So total of sixteen, twenty, thirty one radiant damage. That was a garbage roll. Um. Yeah. So thirty one radiant damage and six bludgeoning on that attack. Okay. And the next attack, uh, I'm guessing a twelve misses. Twelve misses. All right. And one action, one action. Everything else is one action. So, yeah. So, um, 
That will end my turn, and then Mother Caldona, Unis, and Usk all take six radiant damage. All right. So um, if, if anybody would be like watching this from a distance, it just looks like the greatest you know light show in the world. We had a rainbow color be shot out, and then <laughs> we've got a glowing paladin who's swinging his, his flail about and adding more radiant light to it with every swing. Um, <laughs> that's right. And then it's, it's now Usk's turn. <laughs> well, the monkey will fist the mother. <laughs> <laughs> A 23 to hit. <laughs> 23 hits. 16 bludgeoning. And the second fist, 28 for 21 bludgeoning. So 37 in total. And that is the monkey's turn. All right. Okay. And I take four damage oh. from doing things. <laughs> <laughs> so. all, right, uh, all right, Rosie, it's your turn. Oh, I actually drop monkey form because of that four damage. Ooh. Or an eight. Oh no! Did you? Oh, yeah, maybe it's, it's not up yet. So, yeah. So, fists the mother, then drops the monkey. <laughs> Wait, I you, thought you had to just beat half of when, whatever damage you no, took. No, no. So the the floor is ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you'd still get plus four from me. Right? Oh, right, Drayton. So I would actually fail that. All right. So with the twelve because of the plus four. Yeah. The monkey is still up for more action. <laughs> yes, you still can't Excellent. see Rosie. More fist. The uh, monkey stands erect to fist another day. <laughs> you guys are the best, worst people. I love you. Um, Should go commit to the bit. It, it's true. It's true. It's much more better that way. Um, so I still can't reach Mother Caldona or the monk there, can I? With a rain? I mean, you can. I mean, but I'm at, like, super disadvantage. If you're using ranged weapons, yeah. (sighs) Okay, that my plan doesn't work then. Um, how far toward the front of the room are they? The front of the room being where the door is? I'm in the back of the room by the door under a table. Oh, yeah, they're all the way up against the wall. They're, like, that throne is, like, basically up against the Uh, wall. And seeing as I'm just on the other side of the door, you'd probably have noticed the massive ooze thing. Um, Oh, that's You would have at least heard Lynn's screams. Yeah, for people to help me. I did did audibly (laughs) scream at the monkey to help me. Um, Okay. I will then rush over to Lynn, and I will cast Cure Wounds. Lynn, I thought you were in here already. No, um, why would I go in there? It's such a small room. There's a big, there's a big ape in there. Okay, fair, but here. And I will give you 10 points of healing damage. Oh, good. Okay. Or damage healing. That's 50% healing. (laughs) That's 50% more health than I had previously. (laughs) Ouch. And then I will, um... To stay out of the ooze way, I'm gonna utilize. Well, oh, which would be better for us? I only have one bonus action, and I have all many things I can do with it. Um, <laughs> but now I'm also within touch of the ooze, so I would have an. Uh, so I'm gonna go. Hey, Carl! Carl, can you help me out? Question: Does Carl have disadvantage? I mean, Carl's not a creature, right? Correct. 
so, a separate creature. He's basically just a, a device that you're using. So yeah, he'd still be at disadvantage. Okay. Well, I mean, well, and, and even if he were a creature, is he sh- who are you shooting at? The ooze. The the ooze. In front of me. Yeah. I, um, oh, because of exhaustion. Oh wait, no, that's only ability checks. I'm sorry. This is an attack. Yeah. I'm fine. So that's a twenty-six to hit. Well, no, an attack is an ability check, isn't it? No, they're no. separate Skill. things. The ability check is level okay. three. Or the attack and saving throws are level three exhaustion. I That's right. Double right, check. Right. Okay, cool. Good call. So, 26 to hit with Carl, and he does 14 points. Uh, 26? Mm-hmm. If that... I assume that yeah. hits the ooze. I hope, please. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> if it doesn't, then I'm and seriously four- fucked. Yep, it hits it. No okay. problem. 14 points of piercing damage. <sighs> All right. Thanks, Carl. All right, so now it is the ooze's turn, and the ooze is not happy with what just happened. So, uh, so the uh, what's its name? The the ooze swings out and hits Lynn for seven points of damage with its viscousy, oozy hand. It feels both slimy and dry at the same time. It's weird. Um, I don't like this. That's Lynn, by the way, and Sam. For all of those <laughs> Neither of us like this. Uh, all right, then it swings out and hits Rosie. Mm-hmm. Take, uh, uh, and I'm assuming both of you, 21 does hit Lynn, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I can't even and a tw- shield a 22 out of that. Hit, 22 hits Rosie? Yeah, I can't shield out of that, yeah. Okay, take 11 points of damage. Oh, well, it could be worse. Is this ooze part of the ooze that's on the throne? No. Nope. Or Okay, so it's a separate ooze, or possibly. Yep, it's a separate, yep. So, um, yeah, that's it. Okay. I was just thinking it was like one massive thing. That's disgusting. Oh, covering the whole room? Yeah. Not quite, no. Okay. That's just all over the, the throne and coming yeah. from under Mother Caldona's robes. All right, it's your turn, <laughs> Lynn. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, so, Lynn, while they say that they don't do magic, they know a lot about magic. Um, <gasps> no, they, they know, Shocking. they know, they, they know that uh, since it appears that nothing happened at all, even though it took effect with hideous laughter, they know that that aspect of their magic just isn't going to work against it. They also know it can see through their invisibility. So that means that, um, basically 90% of everything Lynn can do is gone uh, they have almost no hit points uh, so they're going to panic and um, this has seemed like it has worked in the past uh, they're also casting polymorph on themselves uh, I would also like to be a giant ape that has many many hit points um, so that's 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 Lynn um, that's where they're at um, but before I do that, I'm going to use my bonus action to bardically inspire Rosie. So, um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, Lynn is now a giant ape. And he sings a giant monkey melody. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was trying to look up the rules. Um, I'm not precluded from doing bardic inspiration as a giant monkey. So that's great. <laughs> so after we've had a monkey fisting mother, we'll end on a monkey melody. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, Season 2, Episode 51, Bama K versus the Monkey Fist. 
If you like the show, make sure to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod if you want to get exclusive side eyes, learn the history of the Great Isle through Behind the Lore, and get your paint on with some of your favorite characters. Make sure to check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com, and follow us on Twitter at BeholdersEyePod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU and Usk, at DuffDuffTheThird. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at MetsGirl. And Sam, who plays Mullen Lynn at Samsalot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from FilmMusic.io. Baba Yaga, Clash Defiant, Corruption, Echoes of Time V2, Long Note 4, Final Battle of the Dark Wizards, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Story Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 licenses, creativecommons.org, slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0. Sound effects by zapsblad.com. Please check the show notes for further details. <laughs>